paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and, of course, joined again this morning by Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. Hope everything's going great. Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, last week we talked about comparison shopping. Yeah. What is the topic for Good Money Moves today? Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about buying a car. Oh, okay. Yeah. In in what many experts are considering a challenging market. Um, But so what do I mean by that? Right. So essentially new cars are in short supply. For the weirdest reason. Right now, right? Yeah, mostly because (laughs) of this global pandemic-related scarcity around microchips, um, which is actually affecting many other industries, not just the car industry. Um, But these microchips are needed to build the new vehicles, so they don't have those. Well, yeah, they have, some of them have 20 computers in them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, high-tech stuff, Yeah, cars these days. Um, and then on the, the used car side of things, because there's the new car shortage, well, now there's a higher demand for used cars, which is driving up the cost of used cars. Um, many selling for up to 20% over MSRP. <laughs> yeah. Um, and despite all of that, new vehicle sales this year are expected to increase between 7.6% and 10.3%, which kind of comes out to about 16 million vehicles, um, you know, compared to 2020, where sales were down 14% to only around 14.5 million vehicles. I like that when you say only. Yeah, only 14.5 only. million vehicles. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's still a lot. It is. Um, um, yeah, and so it's just a fascinating situation we find ourselves in. Um, you know, according to Kelly Blue Book, in June 2021, the average transaction price for a brand new vehicle was over $42,000. Yikes. Yeah. Um, and used car prices, I mentioned, were in, kind of inflated right now as well due to the supply and demand, right? Um, and so the record average um, cost in June of 2021 for a used car was over $25,000. So, you know, and then of course there's other factors that kind of play into this um, interesting supply and demand situation that we're in. And that's kind of a combination of really low interest rates from lenders right now, along with there's uh, a lot of consumers that do have extra savings from, you know, maybe they weren't so impacted financially sure. by the pandemic and they still got those extra paychecks from the government or they were working from home and so they weren't spending as much on gas or going out to eat and so they have a little buffer of savings that they're kind of burning a hole in their pocket so to speak so um you know all so all that being said there's kind of an interesting challenging market going on right now there's really high demand and not a lot of supply um which is not expected to really level back out anytime soon unfortunately Um, You know, we might see some kind of seasonal slowdowns in the fourth quarter of this year just because nobody wants to buy a car in the winter. It's cold. Well, this year they might. They might. They might. Um, But experts are saying it's probably going to be at least another six to 12 months um, before we start to see a a true correction on some of the pricing on vehicles. Yeah. So in other words, if you can wait, you might be better off waiting, but 
Yeah. A lot of folks can't wait. When you need a new vehicle, you need a new vehicle. Exactly. Yeah. And today's episode is if you all about if you are in a situation where you do need to purchase a vehicle right now, um, there's still some things that you can do to make that fit your budget and still get, you know, quote unquote, a fair deal. On all right. Vehicle. Always a great topic, Jenna. But um, I guess we'll start out with what's the secret <laughs> to yeah. buying the car right now? Yeah, well, and this is almost a no-brainer, but I got to say it anyway, now more than ever, it's going to be so important to determine your budget and get your financing in order before you start shopping. Um, So really figure out your budget, get that financing based on what you can afford to pay monthly and kind of have a really good understanding of what you can afford as a down payment on a vehicle as well. Um, You know, so it's going to be especially important to know what you can afford and then stick to it. Um, Is there a recommended guideline for that? Yeah, there is. That's a great question. So it's really recommended that your car payment should stay below 10% of your take-home pay and regular expenses. So um, it should be about another 5%. So regular expenses for the vehicle would be gas, you know, regular maintenance you can expect, insurance, things like that. Okay, so a total of 15%. Right. So let's, for example, if your take-home pay is about $3,000 a month, your payment plus those expenses for the vehicle should not exceed about $450 a month. So that kind of gives you a generalized price point you can aim for. But again, if you take time to put together your budget and figure out what you can actually afford, you may have to adjust that down to make it more affordable based on what other debts you maybe owe right now that you're making payments on. You know, things like that. So that's just a general rule of thumb. You definitely don't want to exceed that to and make to have what would be considered an affordable car payment. Okay. Yeah. So again, that's why it's just so important to review your income and your current expenses before committing to a vehicle payment. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to overextend yourself and then have to have your car repo. That would be terrible. Oh. So. Um, And another thing I think it's really important to consider when you're looking um, at what you can afford for a payment is don't forget to take into account the difference between that MSRP, which is that sticker price you're going to see on the car, and what your out-the-door price is going to be. That's the price that includes the tax title and licensing fees. And those taxes are sizable. They are, yeah. I mean, it easily can add an extra fifteen to twenty five hundred bucks to the final price point. So, it, especially when you're considering making a down payment, you need to take that into consideration. If you're making a twenty five hundred dollar down payment on your out the door price, you're just covering that tax title and licensing, um, which is okay. But know, just keep just take a that into consideration. thought. <laughs> it, it is. That's why it's so important. And we'll talk a little bit more about this in a second. Why it's so important to have that down payment, especially okay. right now. Um, so, you know, another thing that I mentioned is it's always a really good idea to get that financing set up, um, also known as a pre-approval through your financial institution before you go to the dealership to look at vehicles. Okay. Right. And there's a couple of reasons for this. So one, it gives you a baseline, um, against which you can compare the terms of any dealer financing that you might consider, um, which may or may not be a good deal. It just depends on where you get your pre-approval for financing from. Um, you know, it's also especially important right now to have that pre-arranged financing um, because cars are in short supply. Um, if a dealer has a car you like today, it's probably a good idea to purchase it almost immediately <laughs> um, before somebody else grabs it because they are going very quickly. 
Um, so having that pre-approval in this market is important because it will streamline that financing process once you find that vehicle. Um, so you can really take advantage of the vehicle you want. Um, it's also going to help you know exactly what your rate, term, and payment will be instead of having to wait to find out when you sit down at the financing office once you've found the vehicle. You'll have all that information up front so you can make informed decisions when you're looking at cars. So if you're pre-approved with, <clears throat> let's say, First Alliance, mm-hmm. and you find the car in the lot, do I just write a check at that point? And then, or do I have to call you up and say, hey, I found the car, free up the money? How does that all work? Yeah, that's a great question. So typically what happens um, is we will require what's called a purchase agreement from the dealer. And dealers are very, they know what this is. They do this all the time. So once you you just tell them, I'm pre-approved with First Alliance Credit Union. Can you please, you know, this is the car I want. I have financing in order. I need a purchase agreement. You take that back to us, and then we write you uh, basically a cashier's check. Oh, okay. Um, with f- for whatever amount you agreed on for the car, as long as it's within your pre-approval limits. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. And if you're, let's say, you're pre-approved for twenty thousand dollars, and you find a car for fifteen, you don't have to take out a twenty thousand dollar right. loan. It'll be for fifteen. So right. it just gives you, it just helps you understand what your limitations are for a payment and what you can afford. Perfect. Okay, so. so when we come back, we have to take a quick break. We'll talk about mm-hmm. what you mentioned earlier, the down payment. Yeah. This is sounding awful like, like buying a house, by the way. <laughs> They're very similar processes. Yeah, yeah. And I hate to say yeah. similar prices if you went back 30 or 40 years from now. But yeah, okay. Uh, it's Good Money Moves, buying a car in a challenging market. And uh, Jenna Tubbles with us from First Alliance Credit Union. Back in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome. Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. We're talking... Buying cars or buying vehicles, I better put it that way, because it could be a pickup. Um, Down payments. What do we need to know about down payments, Jenna? Yeah, so as far as the down payment, the more you can put down, the better. Um, So this is really important in helping you kind of keep the amount you owe from being too high. Um, And, you know, once prices maybe level out, you don't want to owe more than the vehicle is worth. Right, so that there's uh, that chance right now with vehicle prices being inflated that if you finance too much of the vehicle, you could end up with what's considered being underwater on your loan. Upside down, yeah. Upside down, which, you know what, if you're planning to pay the loan off and it's never an issue, maybe, you know, it is what it is, but it's definitely not a situation you want to be in if you can help it. So bigger down payments um, are going to be really important. I would say that the general rule of thumb around that is similar to what it is with a mortgage where you want to have at least 20% down. Um, Again, that just keeps you from having to owe too much on the vehicle. Um, you know, and that's more for new cars. For used cars, it's really going to depend on how much you can afford. You you definitely don't want to clear out your emergency fund just to lower your car payment, right? So, um, but on the other hand, if you have the ability or the resources to put more down so that you're not taking on more debt, then by all means, as much cash as you can afford to put towards it, the better. Um, you know, and I, I think it's important to note kind of like I mentioned earlier, there are some financial institutions that will do 100% financing. 
Um, this is not the market you want to rely on that on if you don't have to. I imagine that carries a little higher interest rate too. Yes, because there's a higher risk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The more the the more they have to finance, the higher the rate um, for things like that, for sure. Especially if you're going to do a longer term with it as well. That's something to take into consideration. The one good thing about this market, I imagine the trade-in values have gone way up. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a vehicle to trade in now would be the best time to do that and take advantage of it. Because you're right, with used vehicle prices being kind of inflated, you have a very good possibility that you're going to get some reasonable trade in value for that vehicle. Um, And it can really help you maybe afford um, to upgrade to the next vehicle that you're looking to at a pretty affordable price point. So, but just make sure that you do do some initial research into what your vehicle might be worth from a trade in value or as a private sale. You know, you're not, as a private sale, you're always going to probably get more for your money than if you did trade in value, but there is a little extra legwork that goes along with that. Um, I mean, this is really a seller's market for cars. It really is. Seller's market. (laughs) It's funny to hear that applied to cars. Isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't happen very often, I feel like. All right. So so knowing what you can afford, obviously important. What else does someone need to know to be prepared before they go out to try to buy this new vehicle? Yeah, so it's going to be really important now more than ever that you do comparison shopping before you head to the dealership. Um, it's just going to really benefit you um, to, to take the time to do it and do it well. And we talked about how to do that very well in last uh, week's episode, that comparison shopping. So it, it really comes down to taking time to determine what your wants and your needs in a vehicle are. And then be willing to make some compromises on those. <laughs> well, <that's, laughs> I know that's not what you want to hear, but that's the reality of things right now. So, you mean I can't get the one that parks itself? Well, maybe. You just might not have leather seats. Or okay. it might not, you know, there's, <laughs> those are the things you have to start really looking at. Need but they all have electric windows now. Thankfully, but, well, that yes. used to be that used to be yes. a costly option. That's how old yeah. I am. Oh, I remember. I used to have crank windows. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> But, okay. <laughs> but really, that like the need versus want in the features and functions of the vehicle are really going to be a personal choice, and it will also kind of be based on what you do truly need the vehicle for. So take some time and really figure that out for yourself. Um, because at the end of the day, even if the dealer ends up having the model you want, the car might not have some of the features you were originally looking sure. for. Um, so you might also want to... Ha- take into consideration what options vehicles have that can be added after market to make the vehicle meet your needs and wants, right? So you think about things like remote start. It's really great to have that, especially here in Minnesota, but that is something that can actually easily be installed after market. Same thing with tow hitches. You know, they're, these are just common, more right. common aftermarket add-ons that can sometimes be difficult to find in a vehicle on the lot. But if you, you know that's something you want, you can kind of buffer your pricing to be able to afford that aftermarket. Makes sense. Yeah, so um, again, you know, deciding which options are really important and whether a vehicle um, or not has um, all kind of means you have to kind of consider different things in your car. But, you know, as, as far as price, you know, those larger pickup trucks and SUVs tend to have the biggest increases oh, right yeah. now, right? While smaller cars, sedans, hashba- hatchbacks, <laughs> um, even those front wheel drive only SUVs have seen slightly smaller price hikes. So if you're willing to kind of make some 
like I said before, compromises on what type of vehicle you're willing to buy and you know what really meets your need. You know, maybe you want that really big pickup truck, but do you really need it? Maybe not. Maybe you can get by with <laughs> with a hatchback. I don't know. I know those are yeah, two, but, yeah. but it's at, you're taking time to ask yourself these questions. Sure. You know, is going to help you not pay more than what you can afford for a vehicle right now. So yeah, most trucks are. I can't believe how expensive they are. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, but again, it's just important to remember that if you find a car that fulfills the majority of your wants and needs and fits your budget, you're going to want to jump on it right away. Um, Cars are selling very quickly, even with the increase in prices, Um, again, because there is that shorter supply. So you unfortunately have less time to think about whether or not you want to move forward with a vehicle. Um, it's something you just have okay. to be a little more willing to make um, a quick decision on. So I've gone through my list of wants and needs, and I've kind of narrowed it down. Mm-hmm. What What's next? Yeah, so once you kind of know what vehicle you're looking for, take some time to do some research um, before heading to the dealer by doing some additional like online shopping, really. Um because the dealers near that are near you or live in your local community may not have exactly what you're looking for right now because their supply is limited. So um, I, I really suggest instead of going straight to the dealership and looking at the cars on the lot, that you take some time to look online on vehicle you know sales aggregation sites like Carfax or Auto Trader, right? Um, because you're going to be able to kind of cast that wider net to see what's out there that's going to meet your needs. The one thing I would say is just be careful not to cast too wide of a net, though, because you still want to be able to go see the car, test drive it, you know, before signing off on any sales or leasing contracts, um, especially for used cars. Um, And with the market being as hot as it is right now, the car you're looking at might not be there if you have to travel too far to go get it. Yep, I've had that Um, happen to me. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just some things to keep in mind. You want to do your online research. It'll just really help kind of give you a better understanding of what the options are in your market at your price point before you go visit a dealer for a test drive because it just gives you that background knowledge that, okay, well, the pricing I'm seeing on this vehicle here is in line with what I'm seeing in, for the similar vehicles online. So you can be confident that you're not paying overpaying based on the mm-hmm. market pricing. Um, you know, and I would say... It was, it's going to be really important to, again, have a compromise, have kind of a short list of contenders for yourself that you want to test drive that are different makes and models of maybe the sedan or the SUV. Don't just dial into one vehicle because that's really going to limit your options right now. Right. Um, and just make sure that you have kind of a good understanding of the various trims and features that come with each of these things um, so that you know okay, well, I really am interested in an SUV and I really like it when it has the high-end features in it. Well, that's great, but you're probably not going to find that dream configuration at the dealership. So again, it's all about making those compromises. Um, And I want to say that it's also important to note um, that if you've never bought a used car before, because there are a lot of people right now that are being forced to buy used when they would normally buy new because of that limited supply, and if you're really concerned about reliability from that standpoint, then it's going to really make sense to uh, search out those certified pre-owned vehicles. The, um, these 
cars just have to pass special inspection checks to ensure that they're mechanically sound. So that's something that you can look for online as well. And, and they, usually, the dealership. they usually have a warranty attached too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So really ultimately all that boils down to if you're flexible with the type of vehicle um, and it's accompanying features and you're willing to kind of expand your search area, you'll have a better chance of finding a fair deal and still getting a reliable vehicle that you need. Okay, we're talking about buying a vehicle in these challenging times of short supply and high demand. And we'll be back with more Good Money Moves in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Have you wanted to speak a new language? We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everyone, to Good Money Moves. We're talking about purchasing vehicles today. And as always, Jenny, you bring along some great information. Any other tips or advice for us for buying a vehicle right now? Yeah. So I would say now more than ever, it's going to be very important to understand your loan rate, the term, and your credit score. Um, so a loan with an interest rate of about 3% or lower is a really good rate. Um, well, anything over 6% is on the high end right. right now. So if just keep that in mind when you're kind of getting your pre-approval or shopping the dealership financing options, keep those numbers in mind. So that's going to help you understand whether or not you're getting a good deal. And of course, you know, the rate that you're approved for does have to take, takes into consideration your credit score, right? Right. Um, and we'll talk more about that in a second because I just want to, you know, make note that it's also going to be really important that you keep an eye on the length of the loan, which is also known as the term, right? A 60 month term may reduce your monthly payments, but you'll end up paying more in interest by the time you've fully paid off the vehicle than you would have if you went with say a shorter 36 month term. Yeah, and you said so, 60, they have what now, 72 and even longer terms. Yeah, I've seen some up to 80 months. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's so just something to keep in mind, you know, just really make sure you understand what it is you're signing up for and the rate that you're getting. Um, and again, that rate um, comes back to your credit score. And it, so anytime you're planning on taking on new debt, it's and especially a large debt such as a vehicle or a home, you know, it's important to check your credit score either through one of the credit bureaus or with your financial institution, which if you do that pre-approval that we talked about earlier, they will do kind of that soft pull on your credit. Um, which will provide your credit score to you. So you'll have a really good idea before you even go shopping where you stand. Um, so one thing I would I, I want to say about that, though, is if your score is low, it could be worthwhile to wait to buy a car until you can get it back up um, because you'll save money that way outright by increasing your credit score because your interest rate will get lower. So your monthly payment will be lower. And that's a big right. deal when you're buying $40,000 cars and spending yeah. five years paying it off. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you're not really familiar with how credit scores worked, we talked in detail about those back at the very beginning of this podcast, episodes three through six. We walk through it all, talk about capacity utilization, how it all works. So go back and listen to that. You'll be able to really open your eyes up to how you can actually take control over your credit score. 
Um, but yeah, so I mean, if your credit score is lower, your interest rate's likely going to be set to a higher amount. So you might end up paying, you know, potentially thousands more for the same car, which is not something you want to do when prices are already high. Yeah, add up all that interest over all those years, and mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, all of a sudden you're going to buy want to buy a cheaper car. Yeah, That's for sure. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> As usual, um, we go through a topic like this, and I know there's just tons more that we could cover, but we're out of time. Yeah. So where, I already know part of the answer, but where can we go to learn more about making good money moves, especially with vehicle purchases? Yeah, so I strongly encourage everyone to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Um, get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. Um, I mentioned a couple past episodes of this show. Those you can go back and listen to at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. Um, but you can also get subscribed to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn podcasting services. Um, and, you know, we talked about budgeting and and calculating how much you can afford for a payment. We have um, free financial tools at firstalliancecu.com as well, such as a budgeting calculator, goal setting sheets, car payment calculators. Um, we even have a used car buying checklist that'll kind of walk you through the oh, different nice. things you need to check when you're buying a used car to make sure that you're getting one that's reliable. So you can download that for free as well at our website. Um, but most importantly, I would just encourage you to meet with one of our advisors at First Alliance. Um, you know, we can help you figure out what an affordable vehicle payment is for you and help you, you know, get the best vehicle for you in this challenging market. That's probably the, the best advice there because you can, we talked about, you know, within your budget and things like mm-hmm. this. And the folks I know, the First Alliance can help you figure that out relatively easily. You can talk Absolutely. it through and say, you know, that payment's kind of high for you. So maybe, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great idea. All right, Jenna. Thanks again. And uh, we'll chat next week with more Good Money Moves. Absolutely. Thanks, Andy. All right. That's Jenna Tobble, First Alliance Credit Union. Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News.